You are listening to the Unapologetically Gitty Podcast, and this is your host, Gitty Cats. Last week in my podcast episode, we talked about toxic people and how to recognize them before they become a problem, before they really get ensnared into your life, and then you've got a real issue on your hands where you're just trying to figure out how to get out. So... We talked about some tactics for figuring out if someone is just really toxic for you. And from there, you really can problem solve. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, I'm going to recommend that you go back and listen to that first. Because you may not even know that there is someone toxic in your life yet. And yet they are actually destroying parts of your life without you even realizing it. So it's really important to be able to recognize these people I'm not saying that you need to be paranoid or suspicious all the time. I'm just saying stay safe, keep an eye on yourself, make sure that you're in a positive situation so that your well-being is always top priority. So now maybe you've discovered by listening to that podcast or in another way that someone is toxic for you. They're unhealthy for you. They cause you to question everything that you think about. They are gaslighting you. And if you don't know what gaslighting is, go look that up. It's definitely a term that is commonly used in relation to narcissistic people who are really unhealthy for you and uh, create issues where there are no issues. So if for some reason you have discovered that someone in your life is like this, now what? Now what should you do going forward? That's the next question. And I think it's good to recognize and realize that oftentimes these kinds of people are magnets to people who are a lot more reasonable. And we're not talking about just your everyday toxic people because those people can be reasoned with. You can have communication. You can be forgiving. You can give people a second chance. You can be open to letting them have the opportunity to make things right when they've made a mistake or they've done something that seems a little bit toxic. So there are situations like that where a friend hurts you or a person accidentally says something and it seems toxic, it seems unhealthy, it seems like a not such amazing situation for you, but it's not a narcissistic, manipulative situation where someone is really, really unhealthy for you, okay? So in the situation where it's something that you can handle, you should definitely communicate and you should give other you should give people more chances and you should try to help the situation and take responsibility for anything that you may have done. Now, the kind of person that I'm talking about is completely toxic. And where does this toxicity come from? I think we need to understand this first for us to then go forward and understand how to deal with people like this because it's understanding that there's really no way forward besides for out when it comes to this because these people are not to be reasoned with. Why? Because they come from a past that makes them the way they are. Whether they're narcissistic or they're manipulative or they're just overall unhealthy for you, it's because something in their life caused them to be this way. Meaning they may have trauma, they may have something from their childhood that they can't forget and something that happened to them whether they were abused or they were bullied or whatever it might be, it is causing them to have this negative reaction and not be able to be different 
it's very hard for people like this to completely change themselves. And keep in mind that you are not going to change people. People change themselves when they want to change. Can you influence other people? Sure, but you can't change people. So if you're thinking to yourself, don't worry, I've got this, it's okay, I'm very strong, I can handle it, it's okay if they're a little mean sometimes, you can't handle it, okay? Because it is just going to keep going and it's going to keep piling up and it's going to destroy you if you keep allowing it. Just like we talked about toxic mold last week, if you live in a place where there's toxic mold, it's going to eat at you day after day after day and affect you and the people living in your house. If you are living in a toxic situation with people who are toxic, this is the same thing. Your health will slowly be rubbed out and deteriorated because of it. So it's very important to realize that your health is a priority. And whether we're talking about mental health, emotional health, or actual physical health, they're all a priority. You're a person. You were put on this world to live your best life. And health is a part of it. So it's very important to recognize what kind of person you're dealing with. And a lot of these people are not nasty people. It's not that they were, you know, they want to hurt you. Some of them do. But most of them are just reacting the way that they always have. The way that they've armed themselves to based on them having been hurt. And this is their reaction. So it's important to be able to spot their harmful behavior right away and understand what they're doing. So if you understand it, then you can get away from it and you can't, you'll you'll be able to not allow them to affect you. So there are certain situations where you're kind of stuck and you can't just move out or leave immediately. So you need to be able to arm yourself and know what to do. So there are situations where you can do that. And then there are situations beyond that where you actually need to get major help where we're, we're talking about, you know, real help from a professional. So a actual psychologist, not like me, I'm a health coach. So it's not my profession, but I like talking about these subjects because I've been through things like this before. And I know that it's really important to talk about these things. And I want to share the things that I've learned in the process of all of that. So it's important to realize that these people are just ever changing, you know, so they'll be happy one day, really angry another day, sad, manipulative. They change their attitudes constantly. So whether they're a friend or a boss or a spouse or someone you're dating or whoever it is, do not allow them to do this. Do not allow them to have you on their wrapped around their finger where you're constantly worrying about their happiness, okay? You need to be worrying about your happiness. And if their moods keep shifting, then you need to only allow yourself to accept the happy moods, okay? Unless you've caused them unhappiness directly, not where they've told you that you're giving them unhappiness. We're talking about a situation where you have, you know, really caused an issue. That's a different thing. They have the right to be upset. But If the person is just going through their own moods, then you do not have to allow that to affect you. What should you do? Walk away. Maybe even take some time, like a week or two, take space and walk away. Then come back when they are in a different mood again, when they're back to where they 
usually are, their regular loving self, the one that you know. The other thing, like I mentioned earlier, is a lot of the times these kind of people, toxic, manipulative people or narcissistic people, aren't going to own up to their own feelings. So instead of saying that they're angry because they're angry or because something happened and it reminds them of something that happened to them when they were a kid or whatever it might be, they're going to have you take responsibility for their anger. So they'll tell you, you made me angry when really they're just feeling angry. So if someone tells you that, think hard. Is it me that made them angry or are they just in a bad mood? Are they just having a bad day? Be really clear on what is your stuff and what is their stuff. And if you realize after that evaluation that they're just projecting onto you and giving you their feelings and telling you that you're causing them, you do not have to get involved in that. Once again, walk away and don't have a conversation about it. It has nothing to do with you. They will realize that with time, hopefully, but you need to walk away. The next thing that is something that's very common with them, with these kinds of people, is the kinds of people that are always vying for your attention. So when it comes to other family members or people who you are friends with and just people around you, who want to hang out with you or who want to see you or have invited you to a party, they will, first of all, be a little on edge about even going with you to that situation because then they know that your attention is going to be drawn from them for a little bit because they're sharing your attention. And then once they get there, they may cause issues with different friendships, different relationships. They may you know, cause issues where there was no issues. Assume that someone said something and, oh, she didn't like it and, oh, she said this and, you know, just assuming things that are happening that are not and things like that just to have you prove yourself to them and let them know that you still love them just as much as you love other people. So, or that you still care about them and you're still friends with them or you still are dedicated to them as a job or whatever it might be, whatever kind of person it might be in your life. So I'm just trying to make sure that like this is working for different scenarios. Um, but never feel like you need to prove yourself to someone else. The only person you need to prove yourself to is to yourself. You can remind them how much you care about them and you can try to share the attention and so still show them that you care and, and um, kind of prepare them in advance, letting them know that like, I really care about you and just know I will be a little bit uh, distracted while I'm hanging out with my friends. But I'm really excited that you're coming along with me and that you're going to be there with me and that we're going to experience this together. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation and make them feel included. Another thing that you will notice about people like this is that they don't like to apologize. Apologizing is very hard for them. So when you have an argument, they end up completely twisting the whole story, um, making it sound like you did something wrong when maybe they were the, the one who even began the argument to begin with. And then you end up having to apologize or figuring out what it is that you did wrong or you know just completely rectifying a situation that you didn't start. So keep in mind that you don't have to force someone to apologize. You can recover without the apology. 
you can assume that, you know, you kind of heard the apology and just make it right with yourself. So it's not always about making it right. With some people, you'll never make it right. They won't make it right because they will not apologize. So just remember that you know what your truth is, but don't continue arguing because it's not worth it. So just be confident in yourself. Know that you probably didn't do anything wrong and always apologize when you do do something wrong. So this way, at least you're doing your side. But if they have a hard time apologizing, don't force them to apologize. Don't try to right the situation because they will not apologize. It's just probably not going to happen. Now, is this something that someone needs to work on? Absolutely. But you're not going to change them and have them suddenly become someone who does apologize. Now, another thing that they do is that they will force you to have a conversation about something that's bothering them. But if you have something that's bothering you, they probably will not want to hear you out. And they probably will say something like, I'm not interested in discussing this right now. So just keep in mind that there is not going to be a clear communication all the time. There will be communication at some times, but there are times when they kind of shut down and they don't communicate and you you shouldn't be forcing them to communicate because it just makes them even more irritated, these kind of people. But take space. Again, I think that my number one tip in this arena of like toxic, manipulative people, it's take space because first of all, taking space in general just lets you think. And then once you've thought, you know what you need to do next, whether you're going to stick around, whether you're going to argue more. And a lot of the times, unfortunately, when it comes to relationships, toxic relationships, the only choice is to actually leave. And that is, is sadly a situation that happens, you know, when it comes to like friends, a friendship needs to end or a marriage. No one could tell you that it was wrong to leave. Okay. So if you feel like you're in a position where it is just too much, then consider leaving. Do not be afraid to do what you have to do. It is a big life decision. Get help, you know, professional help always, because there are people that can, you know, evaluate it and figure it out with you step by step. And maybe if you are going to give it another chance, help you to do that. It's so, so important to have professional people on your side to help you and walk you through each step of the way because it's not easy. So that is going to be my main piece of advice when it comes to these kind of people. So if you recognize that there is someone in your life, in your marriage, in your relationship as a friend, in your work life, in whatever it might be, in a relationship with you, and they are toxic to you and they're causing you to be emotionally drained all the time and all of this stuff that we've discussed in the last podcast, then consider what your next step is. So start by trying to understand where that behavior comes from. Start by having a conversation, seeing if it's rectifiable. If it is not, seek professional help because honestly, at the end of the day, those are going to be the people that can help you with all the little details. And then maybe you can get them help as well. Sometimes they are open to help and they are open to understanding their own behaviors because they do recognize that doesn't make them feel so good to be the way that they are. But there are other times that it's just not going to happen and you're hitting a wall and it's making you feel horrible all the time and it's affecting your health and well-being and that is the situation where it's time to get out. 
So just make sure that you're evaluating and seeing what you're up to in that relationship. Is it a situation where you know that it's time to get out? Is it a situation where it's fixable? Be very honest with yourself and then get the help you need and move forward because the longer you stay in an unhealthy situation, the more that your health will deteriorate because of it. And now I just want to thank all of you listeners who tuned in to the Unapologetically Gitty podcast today. And I will be back with another one next week. So stay tuned. And if you found value in any of this, please do share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe so you don't miss any of my podcasts in the future.